0: Hello, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Lisa Renee, and you are listening to the Moving Into Light podcast. This is episode three, and today I've been guided to talk to you about a book that is very near and dear to my heart. It's a book that when I am searching for divine wisdom, this is one that pops up quite frequently, The Tao Te Ching. I would love to say raise your hand if you've ever heard of it, but given that it's a podcast, I couldn't see you anyway. But here's the thing. Tao Te Ching was written so many years ago, like 2,500 years ago. And there are so many legends that surround this book. And it was written by a Chinese sage named Lao Tzu, or at least that's what the legends say. And it's come into my awareness through Dr. Wayne Dyer. I want to share some of that story with you as well. When Dr. Dyer passed away, I was quite saddened but I was also on the other hand quite ecstatic because I had had the chance just the year before to hear him speak live at a Hay House conference in Denver. Uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer spent a lot of time researching Lao Tzu and he was guided to write a book, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, Living the Wisdom of the Tao. That book came out through Hay House in 2007 and it's a book that i've read that i've reread and read again and i found a lot of wisdom in that and i'd love to share some of that story with you today dr wayne dyer comes through every once in a while with messages and um one of the times that he came through to me uh, was not too long ago maybe a year or so ago and i was at a book sale and for those of you who don't know me books Of all kinds are a passion. Um, I have two huge bookcases and I have a large collection. I will not keep any more than will fit on those two bookshelves so that means when I acquire new ones sometimes I have to donate some old ones. But a lot of them are books that center around healing, health, wellness, so there are topics about spirituality, there are topics about cancer-fighting foods, there are things um, about plant healing. I have books about nutrition and diets for for cancer survivors, and, and the list is so long. So I was at a book sale, and I immediately wanted to bring everything home, as is the usual case when I'm around books, and immediately I heard Dr. Dyer's voice in my head and said, the only thing you need is the parent's Tao Te Ching. I had never even heard of that book, did not know what I was looking for, and was caught a bit off guard just to hear his voice in my head. I'd spent a lot of time listening to Wayne Dyer's podcasts, listening to him on Hay House Radio, but to hear his voice so clearly in my head, you only need the parent's Tao Te Ching. Um, I kind of stopped him in my tracks for a bit, but I thought, okay. I will accept the wisdom, I'll take it in, and if I happen to see the parents' Tao Te Ching, I will pick it up. You guessed it, within half an hour of coming through the aisles and looking at books, there it was, the parents' Tao Te Ching. It's a new interpretation, ancient advice for modern parents. I'm going to leave this book in the show notes in case you're interested in picking it up for yourself. Um, So thank you, Wayne Dyer, for that tidbit of information because I have fallen head over heels in love with this text. Um, So the Tao Te Ching initially, years ago, legend has it that Lao Tzu wrote these brief sentences very reluctantly, because he knew that the moment the characters appeared on the paper, the essence of the Tao itself would be lost. The Tao, if you translate that into English, simply means the way, the way to live, the way to think. This Taoist philosophy, it deeply affected a lot of thinking patterns around the world. Uh, The Tao Te Ching was written in a very poetic style, but it used Chinese characters. Here's the thing about that. A single Chinese character has so many complex meanings, and from what I understand, the English translation could be paragraphs for one Chinese character. So anyway, the book I am currently holding in my hand is a different kind of Dao Te Ching. It's still written in those short phrases, and it is written as you were reading just maybe a two-paragraph poem, but the meaning is incredibly profound, and I absolutely love this book. Here's the thing about it for me. Um, I am a mo- mom of six 20-somethings, and I'm adopting a two-year-old. so. I've been doing the mom thing now for 28 and a half years. That's a pretty long time. I love being a parent, but I'm also a daughter. So when I'm reading this book, The Parents' Doubt of Ching, I am looking at it with two different perspectives. I'm looking at it as I'm raising my own group of kids. And I'm also looking at it in the flip side, which is my parents' perspective. I'm looking at it as a daughter and I'm looking at my own parents'. And I find that incredibly insightful. And there is so much wisdom to be found in looking at our own self, looking at ourself as a parent, and looking at ourself as a child, as the daughter or the son of our own parents. Um, So I wanted to share what has become one of my favorite uh, pages, messages out of this book. This Parents Tao De Ching, contains I'm looking I believe 81 messages yep 81 messages just like the original the one I want to share with you is number 44 first of all the number four has great significance to me I do a lot of work around the number four so 44 is even more so but 44 is entitled finding your own meaning It's only two paragraphs long, so bear with me, but I do want to share it with you. So this is finding your own meaning. If you look to your children to provide meaning for your life, your life will be meaningless. If you need them to be successful, to feel successful yourself, you will always fail. Your children were not born to complete your life. They were born to complete their own When you look inside and discover that you have everything you need, you will find your freedom. That's all there is to number 44. And I have read that so many times. I've read it from both both perspectives, that of being a mom and that of being a daughter. And I have watched my own kids come into adulthood and I catch myself thinking, oh my gosh, what am I if they are not successful? The truth of the matter is, I am the same person I was before. No matter how my children turn out, I am successful because in my heart of hearts, I know I'm successful. I am fulfilling the purposes of my own life, my own journey on this planet. No matter what my children choose to do at this point, no matter how they choose to live their life, whether I agree or disagree, whether morally I feel it's right or it's not right, they are living their life. They're on their journey. And my my piece, my role is finished. I brought them to the planet. I brought them to adulthood. I taught them all I could, the best that I could do. Some might say it's not good enough. Some might say I did way too much. And it, truthfully, it doesn't matter. That's the point I've come to. My kids are all so very different. Three are mine. Three are my husband's. Um, But we've raised them all now for 20 years. And they're all living their best life. Do they make mistakes? Absolutely. Did I make mistakes as a parent? You bet. But in the present moment, none of that matters. What matters is that my life to me feels important. It feels meaningful. I am living my best life. So are my kids. And if one of them fails, do I want to help them and pick them up and and make sure they learn from their mistake or make sure that they have what they need to pick themselves up and move forward? You bet. Absolutely. But that doesn't mark them as a failure and it doesn't mark me as a failure. It's part of our life. So this book, The Tao Te Ching, was written by a man named William Martin And I'm not going to share all of his history with you. But what he does is at the bottom of each section, he gives you kind of his thoughts. Here's his thoughts at the bottom of 44. As long as you perceive that your life lacks something, you are in danger of using your children to satisfy that lack. This is far too great a burden for them to bear. Are you looking to them when you need to be looking to yourself. I find those few sentences so incredibly powerful. You know, when my youngest, my sixth out of the seventh, was leaving for college, I had such a difficult time because I didn't know what I was going to do next. I just had been a parent since the age of 21. You can do the math, (laughs) but I had been a parent for so very long that I could not see how my life as as an adult, as a separate entity apart from my children, was going to move forward. Now granted, I am now adopting a two-year-old, but my thinking now compared to nearly four years ago is so entirely different, and I am so grateful for the learning in those four years That even though I'm raising my next kind of family with this two-year-old, I'm doing so with the idea that my two-year-old does not define me. I define myself. His successes or failures in life are his. And I don't have to hold them or carry them. I get to support him. I get to support all of my children. But I have also found my own true meaning on the planet. And that is powerful stuff. So I know that a lot of you listening probably are parents, and I know you are definitely either a son or a daughter. I would love for you to take a look backward at your own parents. I know I've looked at mine. And see, did they need you to be successful to define themselves? That's a big question. And you may or may not know the answer to that as a listener. But you definitely know the feeling when your parents look at you and you realize, I have failed and they feel like they've failed. You feel like you've let your parents down. There is so much energy in the relationship between parents and children and children and parents. And we have to come to a point where we have our own meaning We put our own stamp of approval on the way we live our life, and then we can move forward in joy and in peace, really in harmony and in balance. So coming across this book, this Parent's Tao Te Ching, was so powerful to me. I love 44, but they are all good. There is wisdom in all of these books. But I'm so grateful to share it with you today because it's a new perspective, For me, it was a huge perspective to realize I am at a beautiful point in my life in that I can see my parents looking at me as the child, and I can see myself as the parent looking at my own children as the parent. And it's just an exciting, interesting way of connection. And I have found so much valuable wisdom in that. There's just so much learning to be found in paying close attention to the relationships and watching them unfold and finding my own meaning and not having my children carry a burden of having to be successful so that i feel successful because i agree with the writer here that is far too great of a burden for any child to bear so my kids are successful that's great i applaud them and when they're not successful I'm there to offer a hand and, and, and help them rise back up. But it's not on me. It's their journey. I was just the human being, the body, that brought them onto the planet. I don't know about you. I don't know where your beliefs stand as a listener. But my belief is that we choose our parents. We choose our parents before we come into this existence on Earth. Because we have some lessons that we need to learn. And if we had the parents that would make that easy, we might miss some of those lessons. If we have parents that go along with um, the lessons that we need to learn and they help teach those lessons, we learn to be grateful. Maybe not in the moment. But definitely, when we're older and we can look back, we, we are filled with gratitude. It's a big thing. There's so much learning in the relationship, in the energy between parents and children. So, I do believe we pick our parents. I believe that our soul knows what we need in this lifetime. And it's our soul that kind of pushes us to make sure we have the experiences that we need to make sure we get the lessons we need. I know not everyone believes we choose our parents. That's my belief. Um, But it's powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. And here's the thing. Human beings over 2,500 years have not changed all that much. You know, when Lao Tzu was writing these 81 verses, he was human. He might have been a wise Chinese sage, but he was still a human living on our planet Earth. And... In some ways, no different than us here today, getting through each day, being parents, being sons, being daughters, learning our lessons, and trying to grasp the wisdom, even ancient wisdom. It's kind of timeless. So I think today, my biggest takeaway for you is that I would love for you to kind of bear witness to the relationships that you're living in right now. If you are a parent, look at the relationship you have with your children and ask yourself these questions. Are you looking to those children when you need to be looking for whatever it is? You need to be looking to yourself? Are you perceiving lack in your life? And are you using your children to satisfy that lack? It's dangerous territory. But I invite you to look at that and i invite you also to look at yourself as the son or daughter were your parents either one of them your mother or your father were they lacking and did they expect you to satisfy that lack again it's far too great a burden and forgiveness comes into this of course because when we look at the relationship with our parents no one's perfect no one on this planet is perfect so learning to step forward in relationships with forgiveness there's the wisdom there's the learning there's a purpose in that that so many of us come onto the planet to learn so i invite you to look at that in the show notes for this show today i'm going to leave you the title of dr dyer's book because again he was pivotal in coming through that day in the um in the book sale to make sure that I found this book, that I've got my hands on this text. He also wrote his book, and I will put it in the show notes as well, in case you want to hear his. He spent a year studying the Tao Te Ching and writing on each of the 81 verses, and it's a fantastic book as well. (coughs) So I'll leave those things in the show notes for you, and I would love for you to spend some time in quiet, in meditation or in prayer, looking at the relationships, the parent-child and the child-parent relationships that you're finding yourself in right now. Hopefully, you can move forward with some forgiveness in your heart if needed. And I hope that as a parent and as a child, it empowers you to give this whole idea of finding your own meaning some thought. It's heavy stuff. It's exciting stuff because the learning and the wisdom is so tangible for so many of us. So I hope all this resonates with you. I hope you are off to a fantastic weekend if you're listening to this on the Friday morning when it comes out. If you're listening to it at a later time, I hope wisdom is with you and I hope you are enjoying your journey on this planet as you are moving into the light. I'm Lisa Renee. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. If you find the information interesting, if the wisdom is a great takeaway for you, please subscribe. Feel free to share the podcast with family and friends. And above all, have a fantastic day. Thanks for joining me.